Welcome back to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur podcast. This is episode number 18, and I'm your host, Katherine Thompson. Thank you, as always, for tuning into this episode, but you know the drill. Before we dive in, I want to give a big shout out to one of our listeners of the week. Jack wrote, excellent podcast for business owners, very knowledgeable and great content. This podcast is worth listening to. Thank you, Jack, for taking the time to leave a review. I love reading every review that comes in. So don't forget to leave one as it really helps me know that my message is resonating and helping you. Plus, I love shouting you guys out every week. Now, I am super excited for today's guest, Joanna Dahlman. Now, I had the pleasure of helping her with her messaging and copy for her last launch, and I absolutely love supporting ambitious, high-achieving women that have a really deep purpose to reach and impact more people. And Joanna is just that. She's the founder of Alopecia Angel and dedicates her efforts to health and wellness, proactively engaging in activities that help others become their best. Through her own health concerns, she has overhauled and upgraded what true health means and how to live it each day. She's reversed her alopecia and autoimmune disease and has done the same for hundreds of her clients. Having worked for numerous Fortune 100 companies in high-stress environments, she understands the corporate environment and now teaches, writes, speaks, and gives workshops on nutrition, stress, burnout, mindfulness, autoimmune disease, and much more. She's a certified yoga and Pilates instructor. She continually grows in her field and advocates for more awareness on how diet and lifestyle play an intricate part to our overall health and well-being. She's married to a professional athlete, and her and her family are dedicated to wellness and optimal health. She's making a massive change and impacting many with her work, and I'm so stoked to have her on the show today to share with you how she used her deep purpose and compelling message to triple her business in 12 months, but more importantly, change the lives of people living with alopecia or parents with kids who have alopecia without using harmful medications. So it's a real honor to chat with her today, so let's welcome Joanna Dahlman to the show. After generating over a million dollars in sales and selling one of her businesses with a single email, your host, Katherine Thompson, takes an unconventional approach to marketing and sales. So if you're ready to tap into a more powerful way to be seen, heard, and a sought-after entrepreneur in your industry without having to spend endless hours marketing your business and chasing clients, you're in the right place. Be the Sought After Entrepreneur podcast is here to help you ditch the cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all approach to marketing and use your unique energy to effortlessly attract the most aligned clients. When you do this, you can spend less time marketing your business and more time doing your soul work and enjoying the richness of your life. Welcome to Be the Sought After Entrepreneur Podcast. And here's your host, Katherine Thompson. Hey, hey, I am super stoked to have Joanna Dolman on the show today to share with you her story of how she's taken her alopecia diagnosis and turned it into a business and helping other people with alopecia. So without further ado, let's turn it over to Joanna. Let me share. I would love for you to share with our audience and listeners who you are, what you do and what your mission is behind your business. Thank you, Catherine, so much for the warm welcome. So to all your listeners, my name is Johanna Dolman and I was diagnosed with alopecia areata maybe over five years ago now. And at that time, I didn't even know what alopecia was. 
the actual term is just so foreign to me and probably foreign to a lot of people until you are actually diagnosed or, or know somebody who is diagnosed with it. And at the time, it was just tons and tons of shedding. It was bald spots that increasingly connected, almost like tic-tac-toe started connecting. My eyelashes started going away. Eyebrows started disappearing. My hairline started receding back and back. So my forehead got bigger and bigger. And it was over three years of trial and error and research and just lots of gumption and lots of just trying things and alternative things to make this work and to make and see my hair growth. This happened in my thirties. And so, you know, I always thought to myself, I always had hair. Why all of a sudden would my hair start just falling out out of nowhere with no kind of overnight, so to speak, when, you know, I was quote unquote healthy, I was going to the gym, I was at my ideal weight and everything was going great. And so I just, it was very a humbling moment. It was very dumbfounded to get this diagnosis, which by the way, was given to me by my hairdresser yeah. for like 30 years. And so he was the one who diagnosed me. And then, you know, after seeing multiple doctors in Europe, in the U.S., with no help except for, oh, here, take this cream. Oh, here, take these cortisone shots. Oh, here, take this. Nothing helps. There was no guarantees of anything. And then you start Googling and the prognosis is just even more desolate and more cumbersome and just, just fatal, really. Because even though you don't die from alopecia or you don't end up in a wheelchair per se, but at the same time, it is crippling to your emotional health, to your mental health, to your even physical health to a certain extent, because I found myself in bed, not wanting to get out. I found yeah. myself depressed. I found myself crying in the corner of the bathroom. I mean, this was not the normal me. And then again, after those three years of like spending 14 to 16 hour days obsessing about my hair in a healing way and method, I finally started to see hair growth. And from then on, I started to see in the mirror, not just on the physical aspect, but like on the mental aspect, okay, I'm starting to feel like myself because what a lot of people don't understand is that alopecia is much more than hair loss. It's, it tacks on a bunch of other situations like digestive health and emotional health. And there was, you know, dry skin and, and dry eyes and all these other ancillary things that were going on that I couldn't piece this together until I actually found all the pieces to the puzzle and then connected all the dots. And I was like, okay, I'm on to something. And so then I just started, essentially, I wrote a book automatically because I was like, you know, what? if I healed, if all my hair came back, yeah. people, no, people need to know that going to the doctors is unhelpful for alopecia. For many yeah. other things, helpful, but for alopecia, they're no help. And so I kind of laid out my plan, my method, wrote it all in. And then started selling the book on Amazon and then wrote a cookbook. And then lo and behold, I got a program together and I saw people with different types of alopecia, universalis, totalis, areata, telogen effluvian, traction alopecia, all have results in less Amazing. time through a strategy because coming from corporate, you know, you have a strategy, you know, to a project, you have a solutions and results that you have to, you know, have metrics for, and you have to just calculate. You can't just start a project willy nilly and just think that, you know, you're going to have the end result because you're not, you know, there's timelines, there's due dates. And so I held these same corporate values yeah. that I, you know, I've been in corporate for over 20 years 
to my process and to the procedures of actually healing. And lo and behold, 90% of my clients now see hair growth in less than two months. Amazing. Instead of taking three years, instead of taking 10 years. I mean, there's people out there who've been dealing with alopecia for 10, 20, 30 years. And, you know, there is a way to heal and reverse this. There is a way to take control of this autoimmune disease and not have to fear it, not have to doubt it, not have to live in just paranoia that it'll come back. You know, you can, you know, have all this hair and much more because now my hair is so much healthier than before. And it's just so much fuller and it's due to the strategy and to the method behind it. Right. And our listeners can't see you, but you have beautiful hair. So I know having worked with you and hearing your story even more and how devastating it was when your hairdresser first discovered that coin size spot on the back of your head. And yeah, I didn't even know what alopecia was. And so why is it that you're so passionate about this work and helping other people? Like I know it's from your own story, but you know, you're kind of on a mission now to help as many people with alopecia because alopecia is something that isn't healed or cured, so to speak. In the medical world, there's no pill or cream or anything that's going to heal it, so to speak. And you're getting such amazing results with your clients of them seeing regrowth in, in a short period of time. So why are you so passionate about this? I think it's because I suffered so much from it. And granted, it was only three years, but there was tons of anxiety, tons of depression. It was an out-of-body experience. It was one of the toughest things outside of labor yeah. that I've had to do. And it really knocked me down to my core. I mean, labor is also an out-of-body experience in, in many ways, but this really, you know, affected my mental health, affected my emotional health, which I thought was pretty solid, which, you know, and again, I thought I was really healthy. I was going to the gym. I had a personal trainer. I was eating very well. And yet this still happened to me. And so as I look at my clients, I see that they could be a personal trainer. They could be a registered nurse. They could be a pharmacist. They could be just a school teacher or, you know, just a regular stay at home mom, or even their children get yeah. alopecia and they're six, 10, 15 years old. So it's just like, this is my mission that you don't have to accept what life gives you. It's all about finding a strategy and a solution. And what I like to say, a workaround, you know, yeah. coming from Apple, coming from that corporate environment, you don't accept a no very easily. You look for a workaround, you look for an alternative. And so that's exactly what I did. I looked for an alternative. If every doctor was going to say no to me, I was going to say, okay, watch me. Yeah. That fueled my fire to want to really get to the root cause, to really understand the whole rainbow and spectrum of this and to tackle it head on. And my determination, my perseverance really propelled me forward. And granted, I had days where I felt like I wasn't moving an inch, you know, days where I would crumble, but then I would pick myself up the next day and say, okay, keep going, move forward, move forward. And again, it was three years of sheer tenacity. And yeah. I think that's what leads me to my passion to spread the word that you don't have to depend on conventional medicine to say, sorry, we don't have any options for you because they don't. Their options yeah. do not work. Their options lead to um, more health concerns, more risks, more side effects. And in quite frankly, at the time I was in my thirties, I was looking at starting a family. I had just met my husband. Fertility was big on my mind and I didn't want any 
pharmaceutical or any drug or any trials that were going on that I could have submitted for to affect my fertility and essentially my future. Like that was just, no, I wanted to preserve what health I had and then make it better. So how do we do that? How do we optimize our health, start where we're at and then optimize it. And that's essentially the forward thinking that I did because, you know, once you start really investigating doctors, unfortunately, they're not taught diet and lifestyle. They're not taught nutrition. They're not taught how to connect the dots. They, everyone has their own specialty and they kind of stick into their silos. Well, I mean, they're also not talking to each other. It's almost like in corporate, you know, the CFO is not talking to, you know, the marketing person is not talking to the legal department. No one's not talking to each other. This is why there's cogs in the whole, you know, process. And it's, we need those meetings. We need everyone talking to each other so we can actually understand you know, and not just think, oh, she has dry skin, use some lotion. Oh, you have dry eyes. Here's some eye drops. It's much more than that. It's such a bigger picture. And until you address like the core foundation, you can't, you won't see results. You won't get better. Yeah. Again, this was a very humbling, it was very like detective investigative work, but I love it. Um, yeah. came in, you know, to help me, like my history allowed me to, to really, okay, take this problem and see, okay, A, what do I need to learn from it? And B, how do I get the solution that I'm looking for? Because yeah. it's not going to come in a shampoo. It's not going to come from a cream. It's not going to come from some magical hair oil. It's beyond that. And it's so interesting that you said, you know, you didn't take no for like as gospel, like the doctors looking at you and telling you, no, this is all that we can do for you. You didn't take no, you know, you investigated and started making kind of your own informed decisions. And I think that that's also led to a lot of your business success as well. And being able to get your deeper purpose and mission out into the world to have that impact. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs that know sparks that fire in us to to go against the grain or to say, well, I'm going to prove you wrong, or I'm going to find a better way or a different solution. And so I know you touched a bit on your corporate career, working at Apple, and now you've now transitioned and you're helping people with alopecia, cure alopecia, so to speak, or at least regain that hair growth in a holistic way. So where were you in your business a year ago? Like, what did your business look like a year ago? A year ago, say, where are we? We're in 2021. So 2020, 2020, I, you know, I started to get more strategic. Yeah. I wanted to really hone in. And, and the thing is when I started writing my book, I didn't think I was going to actually create a business. I thought I was just going to write a book and that would be it. I wasn't looking to be a New York times bestseller or anything. I was just like, I'll just put it out there. The world needs to know. Here's my two cents contribution. But then it's just like one thing led to another, led to another. And I was just like, okay. And so I finally got a push from a friend who said, create a business out of this. You got everything you need, just move forward. And so she actually gave me the encouragement and I started looking into uh, mentors, you know, through education to really strategize and to understand how to create a business and how to essentially serve the community better, how to serve them so that it's streamlined, so that it's, you know, the program is better and cohesive. And and so I can also deliver the best out of me. And so 
a year ago, I had just signed up for an educational program that was helping me do this. And then within six months of trying to do it myself, yeah, I wanted an extra boost, like a fast track, so to speak. And yeah. then I hired a coach. And then from there, I hired you. And then from there, you know, I hired a Facebook ads person and it just kind of all melded together. Like the more I invested in myself yeah. or in the company, the more return I got out of it because obviously there's better people out there in different specialties than me, right? This is why you hire the CFO and the legal department and all these people. You can't do it all. And, and I wasn't trying to either, but a lot of times it's, you need a guiding light. Yeah. And I think this is how I also interpret it for my own clients. You know, I'm their guiding light. I've been there. I've done that. So why not trust the people who've been there and done that? And so this is why, you know, where you come in, this is why the Facebook ads person comes in. This is why the educational uh, strategy course comes in. This is where all these things come in to, because they've been there, done that. And so it's just like, learn from the experts. And if there's anything I learned out of my alopecia situation was to do that, to trust more on the regular person who's been there, done that, lived it yeah. instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. Like they've already gone through what you've gone through. And so you can help them even further. And so this is where, again, I come in for my clients because I can see their blind spots, just like totally. you can see my blind spots in terms of copy or, you know, the Facebook ads person could say, oh, this is where you're going wrong. Exactly. Like I don't need to, to take the course myself. I could just you know, hire someone, review it, do it, boom, you know, have it done. And fast track. Yeah. And I love how you say fast track, because I think and getting the support and knowing that somebody else is going to be able to see your blind spots for you. And that yeah, you could spend five, 10 years trying to figure things out and reinvent the wheel if you want to. But if you want to get the results quicker or faster, then getting the help and the support. And that goes for your clients as well, right? In terms of like, how long are you wanting to struggle with alopecia when somebody like you has gotten the results for yourself, but has also now gotten results for lots of other people, right? Your clients are seeing massive results because of your expertise and ability to identify the blind spots, see where they're going wrong. And I know you talk about this same with business, right? Is like, you thought you were eating healthy, but there are things within your diet. And I know you talk about soy a lot and like having a high soy diet, right? Is like soya beans or all these things we think could be healthy. But if we're doing too much of it, then it's probably not healthy for us, right? Well, same with business, right? We've got to find the things and balance within our business, but also, yeah, hiring those expert help to uncover the blind spots or help steer us or guide us guiding, guiding light. So, and I know you've seen a lot of growth in the last year within your business because of the help that you have invested in getting a coach, hiring for messaging and copy, getting a Facebook specialist. How much impact have you had over the last year on the lives of people? Like how many people have you served? How much growth have you experienced in your business? It was quite funny because the other day I was talking to my husband and I was just trying to rethink when I actually started my business. Yeah. I had an LLC before and I just, I threw alopecia angel underneath this LLC. And apparently, you know, I was in business since 2017, 18, something like this, but really nothing really propelled me forward, allowing me to invest in, in all these experts until this past year. So this past year from, let's say July of 2020 to till now, yeah. let's say of, you know, of this July, 
that year has been huge, huge in terms of my growth. I've more than doubled it in terms of launches. Yeah, more than doubled it. And it's just, I've helped over hundreds of people. Amazing. You know, sold hundreds of books. And it's just compounds because I love the parents because when one parent, because that's the thing, you know, as adults, sometimes, you know, we don't give enough time for us for self-care. So let's say if you are the adult and you're going through alopecia, maybe you're like, oh, I'll just buy a wig and I'll be fine. And yeah. some people are like that and that's okay. Others like me, they're like, oh no, this is my crown. I'm going to yeah. get my hair back. But the parents, the parents, it just tears their heart out to see their little girl or the little boy having to deal with alopecia, going bald, getting ridiculed. And so the parents are the ones who fight tooth and nail to, yeah. to find answers. They do not want to see their child suffering. And as a parent, I totally understand this. And so they're the ones super disciplined, super determined. And there's many more parents now that look outside conventional medicine, that look for alternatives, especially natural ways, because the plan is 100% organic. It's 100% natural. So we're really supporting the body and learning how to do this. And so my point is, is that with the child, when you see, you know, success, the parent is your biggest fan. Yeah. They tend to be your biggest supporters and they start spreading the word like wildfire into all these groups that they've joined into all these ancillary forums and whatnot. And they're like, no, this is what's healed. No, no, this is it. This is it. Because, you know, they believed they wanted a natural route. They didn't want to inject their kids with a bunch of steroids and pharmaceuticals. They're like, no, there's more to this. And so I think the parents see so much value in that. Whereas maybe the adult is always on the fence because they, I don't know, time or maybe self-care issues, or I don't know, there could be, maybe they just accept it, you know? And and that's kind of like the slogan throughout the alopecia community, which is awful, you know, that you just need to accept it and embrace it. When I was just like, oh, hell no, I'm not embracing this. (laughs) This is not happening. happening. Well, and you have such beautiful, like such a big head of beautiful hair. And so, you you know, our listeners will see a picture of you when we promote this episode. So they'll get to see how beautiful your hair is because I want them to see that as just like you having had that regrowth and getting your hair back and doing it naturally. So it's so amazing. And I always talk about like word of mouth or people speaking and sharing your brand because of the results and the way and the experience that you've created and cultivated for these for these people, right? And so, and just them seeing the results and that's so beautiful as well, right? It's like the parents just become like raving fans for what you do because you're helping their children get their hair back and you're helping, you know, not only get the hair back as you mentioned, but helping on so many other levels emotionally, right? Just like not feeling depressed or especially kids going to school and, you know, having lost their hair or chunks of their hair, right? Or having to wear a wig, and just all of sort of like the mental and emotional stuff that goes along with that. And so, yeah. It's life-changing. It really is, especially for a child. I mean, kids can be just so mean. They, you yeah. know, they criticize you, they make fun of you, and it's really hard for them to understand an autoimmune disease. But then at the same time, uh, once the family supports the child and does all these changes, then boom, it's just kind of like the whole family gets healthy together. And that's, I think, priceless because yeah, in most cases, I would probably say 
99.9% of all families, you know, diet and lifestyle is inherited. It's not taught. Yeah. You know, and no one is teaching us true health. No one is teaching us what that really looks like. And, and even for, you know, for kids who do sports or athletes, you just go by what you think is best and maybe, you know, pick up pieces here and there from coaches, but no one's really teaching you and tailoring, you know, unless you're like in the NFL or, you know, or your career really depends on it, but no one teaches us diet and lifestyle, not our governments, not our doctors. I mean, not our schools. I mean, so where are we going to learn this from? We're going to fail in this area over and over again until disease pops up. And that's what's happening. Yeah. And so I know that a lot of entrepreneurs that I work with are like, they have this deep purpose and it usually comes from either something they've experienced in life or they're just really passionate about like helping on this particular thing. But they also feel a guilt sometimes because they're like, I've made a business out of helping people on something that I'm passionate about or that I've healed myself over. Like, did you ever feel any guilt about starting your business and like charging money for it? No. I never okay. felt guilt. No, just the opposite. I, I was just like, the more PR, the more like spread the word, yeah, the better it is. And it's not about making money, which in one part, okay, it is. But at the same time, I mean, if you could have a choice, whether to go down the rabbit hole of, you know, seeing doctors being disappointed, you know, holding your breath for high hopes that this new pill, that this new, whatever it is, is going to heal your alopecia and get your hair back. So you can go back to living your normal life or, you know, create a way and a strategy, do it and get your hair back and your health and learn not to ever get it back again. I mean, personally, I think the reason why people have autoimmune diseases is again, because we're not taught health. We're not taught diet and lifestyle. And this is the key thing. You know, when the questions I think that were running through my head when I got alopecia was what is this teaching me? It's not, why did I get this? It's what is this teaching me? And I think at the end of the day, we're all here to teach others something. You taught me many things, you know, all these other coaches and professionals taught me a bunch of other things as well that I didn't know of. And so we're here, all of us, to be students in one way or another. And so charging for that service is actually fast-tracking your results to the end result. Yeah, You know, fast-tracking and getting you a solution that no doctor has been able to help me with, that yeah. no doctor in Europe or in the U.S. or in California or in Colorado has been able to, to give me or even online those associations that are dealing with alopecia, to me, they're bogus because they don't give you support. They don't give you any solutions. They're all very vague and fuzzy. And at the end of the day, they're also supported by pharmaceutical companies. Like, give me a break. Where am I really going to go for support? Like, totally. who's going to give me the, the hard truth of what's going on and why I'm like this and why this is happening to me? Well, the hard truth is you're diet, your health, your lifestyle, all of it's out of whack. But guess what? If you follow this plan, boom, you'll get to the blind spots, you'll get to the results and you'll have an action strategy to move forward with. Totally. You know, and the thing is, it's like pharmaceutical companies, it's a balance. There's pros and cons to that. Yeah. There's a lot of risks and side effects, but at the same time, it's like, if your product doesn't work, quit selling it. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. So it's like, why is it still on the market? If it's just causing more pain and suffering, if it's just causing more side effects and, you know, it's not worth it. It shouldn't be on the market. Just point blank. 
Yeah. And it's interesting because like a lot of every time we connect and we talk and even writing your copy and messaging for your your launch and, and everything is like the way that you run your business, but then the way that like what you offer in like helping people get results in a fast tracked way is like the same of like setting up your business in a lot of ways in that you have to follow a strategy and a plan and you have to be consistent with that strategy and plan to see the regrowth with your hair, but you also have to do the same thing with your business, right? It's like, you can't really wing your business or hope to God that like this one thing's going to work. And oftentimes what I see entrepreneurs do is put a lot of band-aid solutions, similar to the creams and the pills that might be out there for alopecia, right? They're just band-aid solutions. They're going to might give you some healing or relief for like a short period of time, but it's not going to last. Right. And the same is with business, right? We can put band-aid solutions on things, hoping to like plug the holes, so to speak. And a lot of entrepreneurs who get into the space aren't taught how to build a business, how to grow a business, right? And we flounder for so long trying to figure it out on our own. Same with alopecia, right? We've got the diagnosis, we're losing our hair, and we're trying all these things that don't seem to work. And we flounder for so long when really in business with alopecia, like you can get the help that you need if you just seek it out and hire somebody that knows what they're doing, but have also achieved the results, not only for themselves, as I mentioned, but have also seen results with their clients. So what would you say is the biggest thing that you've learned or things that you've learned since launching your business that you would want to share with other business owners out there, like things that you maybe wish you would have done differently from the beginning or mistakes that you made along the way, or things that you know, certainly have like really helped you in your business are there any things that you would like to share with our listeners of like some takeaways, I guess? That's a great question. I think some of the takeaways is maybe believing in myself, <sighs> believing in myself, but then also seeing the opportunity as an opportunity. To me, writing a book was just that plain and simple. I'm just going to write a book and that'll be fine and fun. And, but then, you know, my girlfriend who we're really close and she's very entrepreneurial spirit as well. We met at Apple and she was like, Johanna, you can turn this into a business, put all your chips into this, move it forward. And I was like, okay. And I got to tell you, we were on a beach in Kauai, just me and her. (laughs) And when she told me that it was literally the push that I needed because even though my family is a family of entrepreneurs, they weren't giving me any entrepreneurial advice you know, my husband's an entrepreneur, you know, and different segment, but I almost feel like that moment on the beach, that push was just like, okay, she believes in me. Like, let's do it. You know, it's, and the thing is, I think with her is like, she knows she could see whether something was going to tank or not. Yeah. And lo and behold, you know, she, I think that was the nugget, the nugget that I needed to, to just move it forward. And then start to think, okay, as a business, instead of just a book. Okay, so from the book, what am I going to do? So that was the first step to actually say, okay, this. But then in the midst of having alopecia, what your listeners don't know is that I had moved. I had met my fiance. We were going to get married. And I had moved to Europe to be with him. In this whole time, I was still relying on my old corporate skills, on my old corporate resume to look for a job out here in the Netherlands when I had essentially a business in the making that I could have been, you know, working on, formulating, but I didn't see it. I was so, I guess, maybe blinded in in many ways to 
healing my alopecia because I still wasn't healed. And then also to falling back on, on my old skills, on my old ways of, of doing things, which, you know, is just comfort zone. Yeah. You know, it's just comfort zone and, you know, okay, yeah, it'll pay the bills. And okay, yeah, I'm really good at it, but it's just comfort zone. And what I love about business, especially, is that it took me out of my comfort zone. It allows me to think outside the box so much more, you know, because once you've been in corporate for 20 years doing essentially the same job, maybe in different regions or going worldwide or whatever, it's just plug and play, you yeah. know. But this was a new thing and it was right in front of me and I didn't realize it until really that time at the beach. It wasn't too late, but you know, you go step by step and I think it's a learning process. You know, it's a journey in essence, yeah. right? Just like the health situation. I didn't think many things that I was eating or drinking was hindering my health. They were blind spots to me. Yeah. And it wasn't until like that third year that I actually saw hair growth by taking these things out. I was like, oh, snaps. This is <laughs> yeah. actually hindering my health. And it's been holding me back for three years. And I had no clue because the whole world deems these things as healthy. Yeah. This is where I learned that certain foods are healthy for the average person. But for me with alopecia, it's not healthy. Yeah. You know, certain things. And even if it's organic and even if it's non-GMO and even if it has all these labels, it could still be not healthy for me. And so I have a very discerning eye when it comes to health and nutrition now. And yeah. I have a more, I think, discerning eye now when it comes to business where it's just like, I want to learn from the experts. I don't want to try to reinvent the wheel. I, I want to learn from the experts. I want to grow. I want to impact people. I want the message to really get out there. Either whether it's from me or from someone else that you learn how to heal your alopecia, but know that it's possible. If you want it, it's there. Yeah. You know, it's there for everybody, regardless of race, ethnicity, how long you've had it, wherever you live, like it's there for you. Yeah. This is an option. And I think knowing your options is part of the solution because a lot of people think going to the doctor is the one and only solution and the one and only gospel, as you say. And it's not. There yeah. are other options, there are alternatives. I love that your friend sitting on a beach in Kauai, like giving you the push or the nudge, because I was recently just talking to another client of mine. And that was kind of, you know, what she had said to me, it was like, you gave me the permission, like, yes, you helped with messaging and copy and all of that. But it was like, you gave me the permission or the belief, instilled belief in myself that I didn't necessarily have at the moment, but I do now. And I love that you touch on that whole believing in yourself and seeing it as an opportunity but also not taking no or obstacles or challenges along the way and letting that like stop you, right? And you also bring another really good topic up about like discernment and having, I think it's so important as entrepreneurs, but also just in life in general to discern what's being given to you as whatever it is, right? Whatever somebody's telling you is like to have that ability to question it and go, is that really true? Or should I really be doing this? Or which way should I go? I feel like it's such a big quality for entrepreneurs to see success. But my question for you is, is like, what do you feel like has contributed to your business success? Learning and implementing the experts. I mean, you, the FB, uh, the Facebook ads person, the strategy education portion of that, that trifecta right there, you know, granted I did it in stages, but that trifecta has 
catapulted me up to like a new hemisphere. And I was thinking in my head as we were talking, you know, I started, you know, as any startup, probably not making so much. And yeah. then it, it doubled and it doubled by end of 2020. So literally in just six months. And that was implementing the education. And then now it's like tripled on another level. And so you see results. And again, I want to see and learn from those who've been there, done that. Like you are a genius in your field. You you. nailed it on on everything for me. And so because of that, and I wanted you to help me and you graciously did. And I'm so thankful for that. And it makes it even better when you are introduced to wonderful experts within the same community, because then it's kind of like you're talking and speaking the same language and you understand each other eye to eye without having to, you know, explain yourself and everything. And it's a beautiful thing. It's almost like that. Yeah. The community aspect I think is a beautiful thing. Like I want to join a mastermind to learn from more experts, even though I still have much more way to grow and to learn and, and to excel in. Like I want to learn more from experts. And again, I'm all about fast tracking. Like what can I do now to create bigger and better results in six months and, you know, putting the people and the pegs where they need to go and just like move forward, move forward, move forward. And, and before your listeners also don't know, but before 2020 up until March of 2021, I had no children and now I have my first child. So having a child running a business is a very different, you know, beast and animal because time is of the essence. You're lacking sleep. I can barely create, you know, words and sentences that are cohesive (laughs) half the time. And so this is also a challenge. And I love the challenges that life and business and juggling all these things bring me. But at the same time, I don't regret anything. It's just, it's been such a beautiful journey including having those experts and and learning from them, but then also gaining momentum and seeing, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. And I love it because you are a new mama and you were launching like, while you were basically, you know, nine months pregnant, you were launching and then, you know, got back up on the saddle and launched again, right after having, having baby. And so it's just, you know, so inspiring. I always say that, the moms of the world really teach us how to maximize our time with the very little time that they have, right? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs like, we don't, I don't have time or I'm too busy or all those sorts of things. And I just think, yeah, like learning very quickly how to prioritize your time and get things done in the least amount of time because you don't have a ton as you're juggling a new baby. You're a mom, you're a wife, you're living overseas. There's so much, and but it is so inspiring and will be inspiring to listeners for sure who are in similar situations or can relate to your story that you're doing this and that, yeah, there are experts out there. And I think that the sure path to success and growth in business really is, is like, leaning on your community, getting the support where you need it. Because I do see so many business in the startup phase really struggling to grow and they're wanting to grow before they invest in getting the help or they want to grow before hiring the experts to get them where they want to go. And they end up sitting there stuck for so long, struggling, and lots of them end up giving up or they just keep struggling for years and years. And then eventually, yeah, they, they you know, they get burnt out and, and exhausted. So is there anything else you would love to share with our listeners today about your business, where you see it going in the future? Like, do you have any big goals for the next six or 12 months? 
I was thinking about this and I was like, you know, outsource everything. Just like we yeah. were discussing before our, our call, I was just like, outsource everything. That's probably like my new mantra. If I can outsource everything, that's like golden. It's the key to, to just having and enjoying Like, for example, I think still trying to juggle everything. I want to be able to enjoy my child and see him laugh and be able to play with him on the floor and not have to worry about, you know, emails and the minutia and, and all these other little things. It's just like, no, outsource that outsource it all enjoy life. Cause it really is precious. And when you have a baby and they grow up in front of you, it's like, it, it's even more important to really be present. And so that's what I'm trying to do is trying to be present. But in terms of business, Let's see. Wow. Well, well, we're not close, close to the end of the year. Normally at the end of the year, I usually come up with more ideas, but I am currently about to launch again. So my program is going to open the first week of October. So registration will open there. And I'm formulating right now, rethinking how to best provide more value in my offer, how to create more, yeah, more value for my clients and then take me out of the picture so that it runs more automated, more mechanically. And then I get to do, you know, fun things like group coaching calls. And I get to, you know, connect with clients as a whole instead of one-on-one because there's only so much of me to go around. So one-on-one is no longer possible. So scaling is kind of like the next thing that I want to do. How do I reach more people in more countries? How do I translate this. So I speak Spanish and Portuguese fluently. My program is currently only offered in English. So the next step would be to offer in Spanish. Amazing. To really open that up. I've started with like Instagram and Facebook, social media posts that are English on top and Spanish on bottom. So I want to reach more people in, you know, Spanish speaking, Portuguese speaking communities, because God knows that if I've turned over every rock and I could, and I struggled finding the information in English, yeah, for sure, the information is not there in any other language, yeah, guaranteed. And so that's just it. Why struggle? Why have to just be in this frustrating situation for years upon years or months upon months when? Really, it's just, you can start today and in less than two months, start to see the changes, mind, body, spirit that you want to see. And that's what I'm all about. I'm all about results. And so if I can bring this to the Spanish community, if I can bring this to the Portuguese speaking community, that'll be another way to reach more people because they're suffering. There's people all over the world in different languages that are suffering. And so I'm just always thinking, how do I reach more? And so that's why like my first book is translated into Dutch. It's translated in Spanish and Portuguese. So yeah, so just reaching more people is kind of the goal. I'm looking to to hire a PR person. So if any of your listeners are genius at PR, like please contact me because that's what I'm looking for. More, you know, I want to be on Oprah. I want the word to get out. Like you do not have to go the route of conventional medicine, which by the way, will not heal you permanently. And that's the key, permanent. We want long-term results, not short-term Band-Aids. Yeah, yeah, so beautiful. I love how big of a vision that you have and how many people that you want to reach and that you're thinking beyond just, you know, serving the English-speaking community that you want to help people in all the different languages that you can. 
And just, yeah, continuing to get that word out because you do make such a big impact in the lives of people that suffer or have alopecia. And as you mentioned, an autoimmune disease that impacts more than just the fact physical look, that it impacts that emotional and mental and all of that. So such a beautiful mission and deep purpose that you have. My final question that I always ask people is, what is your definition of success? Living the life that you design and create on your own terms. Love it. Yeah. Again, I think the whole thing that you said about like life is precious, right? And wanting to, most entrepreneurs that I talk to or that come into my space have like built their business one, to impact other people's lives, to help them, but also so that they can live their life and enjoy their life. And I think that that, that is so beautiful. And I just want to leave that with our listeners is that, you know, that life is precious and that it's meant to be lived and enjoyed. And especially when you have a little baby growing up in front of you and how much that brings perspective into what's important. So where can people find you? I know that your door is open to your program here at the beginning of October. So if there's any of our listeners that know somebody that has alopecia or has alopecia themselves, where can they find you? AlopeciaAngel.com. You can also find me on Instagram at alopecia underscore angel. Facebook, same, YouTube, and also Pinterest. We're, we're everywhere. Um, but more importantly, alopeciaangel.com will give you my blog, my podcast interviews, will give you articles, free downloads, and just so much more information for you. Amazing. And we will definitely link those up in the show notes for anybody that is interested. Definitely reach out to Joanna. She is an angel. Alopecia angel, that is for sure. So it's been such a pleasure. Yeah, such a pleasure chatting with you today. And I cannot wait for our listeners to get to listen to this episode. Same. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. I always said when I started working with entrepreneurs that I especially wanted to help those that strive to make a difference first. And Joanna's passion for changing lives is why I do what I do. I want to help more people like Joanna get their message out into the world, a message that makes a difference and changes people's lives for the better. It's what I teach in Messaging That Sells, and we are opening the doors again before the end of the year. So if you want to be the first to know when those doors open, join the waitlist. The link is in the show notes. Now, on episode number 19, I'm bringing on another special guest who is a past Messaging That Sells student. Nadia Butt, the founder of Inner Canvas, a luxury craft subscription box, is going to share with you how she pivoted her business during COVID from offering in-person workshops to launching her luxury box. She's also going to show you what happens when you believe in your Yourself and give yourself the permission to go after your dreams. So be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss when this episode drops next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you right back here next time. You can also find us on social media at Creatively Owned and online at creativelyowned.com. Until next time, keep showing up as your authentic self. <laughs>